make sure you look at two-factor authentication. If you're not familiar with it, it's a way of syncing up the website to your phone. So if someone is trying to get into your account or you're trying to get into your account, it's going to send a message to your phone to verify. Never just click on links. Even yeah. if you think it's something good or something that's coming to you, be very careful on clicking on links. Have really strong passcodes for all your websites. Make sure you do research on any anyone that you're giving your money to. Welcome into the Free Retiree Show. Ladies and gents, we appreciate you tuning in with us. You're listening to your go-to podcast for your finances, your career, and where we learn from people that have done amazing things. Welcome into Avoiding the Big Mistakes Edition. So as you guys know that have listened to our podcast, we talk about money, we talk about career, we have great interviews from people we learn from, and... From time to time, we also talk about the big mistakes people make. And so for this episode, we're going to be talking about the top scams of 2022 that you need to watch out for. So unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of shitty people out there. And we're going to try to help you avoid some of the things that people get caught up into. But Serge, how are you doing today? Nice to have you on. Thank you, brother. I am fantastic. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, doing good, man. How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. So scams. I know we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but yeah, man, there's just a lot of crappy people out there. You were talking to me about a scam that you almost got caught up into yeah. just recently. Can you give the listeners a little bit on this scam? And just listeners, just so you know, I'm going to give you about say seven different scams to watch out for. Maybe you feel like you cannot fall, you're not going to fall victim to it, but you have to understand them because you might have loved ones that will fall victim to these scams. So it's good to know what they are. But Serge, what's the one that yeah. you talked to me about? This one uh, was an interesting one. I've, I'm still not fully, I haven't wrapped my head around it, but so I posted an item for sale on Facebook Marketplace. I'm, we're cleaning out our garage, trying to make a little money and stuff that's sitting in the garage, right? And I post this thing. And what, what happened was when you post it, people can automatically message you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So you start to get a bunch of these messages and what I realized is like, if you get messages super fast from people with like, one, the person didn't have a Facebook like picture on their profile. Two, they were based like out of the country, I think. It's dangerous. So the scam is they message you on through Facebook Messenger and they say mm -hmm. they're interested in this thing you're selling. And then they try to get you to text them outside of the platform. That's one like big thing people, scammers do is they don't want it documented in the like whether it's Facebook Messenger or like WhatsApp or OfferUp or whatever those apps. So it's like outside of that platform. So they try mm -hmm. to get you off platform. And then for whatever reason, I was so excited to sell this thing. I immediately gave my phone number to this random person I've never met in my life. Mm -hmm. So then we took the conversation to, my, to text and then they, they said, oh, I'm interested, but like I need to send you something through Google Voice and then I need you to send me the code or something. So the, the minute they said started talking about that, I started to know it was a scam because mm -hmm. it just didn't sound right. Typically, people just, they PayPal you or they Venmo, they say they want to meet up and sell it. But I ended up, I looked it up and it's definitely a scam. Something around like Google Voice and sending codes yeah, to get yeah, access you, to your accounts. Because yeah. they get the code, you give them the code to your Google Voice account and then they can hack it 
and then they get access to all your stuff basically exactly yeah and that so i was really dumb for giving my phone number out and then once i recognized it i pretty much shut it down and i I called the person out i said like i hope you have a better life like use your time better yeah i'm reporting you to facebook yeah but we were reading up on the scam before we started recording and it's like man it's like they get people that are either looking for their lost dogs or pets right and they say oh i got your pet but just send me the code and as a verification to know who you are mm-hmm. and then I'll return your pet and all that stuff. And that's like, man, there is a special place in hell for the people that are Agreed. are using use, utilizing that scam. But yeah, so, and I was thinking about out of all the scams we're going to give you today, I was like, that one would have got me. If I lost my pup, I wouldn't be thinking clearly. I'd be yeah. like, oh, we have my dog. Oh yeah, I'll give you whatever you want. And well, uh, you've been a victim, right? Why don't, why don't you give us one? What are, what's one of the ones you've been a victim to? <laughs> Wait, are you going to share yours? <laughs> well, that, oh yeah. I mean, that was like kind of, I almost was a victim, but not. And then another one, I almost was a victim. So when you're trying to rent a house, like years ago, we were trying to rent a house and it's pretty rampant. Like you'll see houses say they're for rent. And it's almost too good to be true because it's a super nice house. And it's always way under market. Mm-hmm. And you'll call or you'll email like the person and they'll give you this long story. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, I'm out of country or I live somewhere else. And I need you to like, if you're interested, you need to wire me money, yep. whatever mm-hmm. that story. So that's yes. happened to me multiple times. Yeah. Then you finally have nothing to do with the property that you even find online. Yep. That's yep. a common one. Yep. Yep. You find the realtor or whoever. And the realtor's like, no, this is not for rent. This house is for sale though. If you want to pay like $2 million. Yep. That's a common one. So that was, that's the one I've seen most. I haven't, I actually don't think I've really been a victim there. They try to get me a lot, whether through phone, you're the winner of this thing. Like you get that a lot or the, all the different things. Like, I feel like they're always trying to call me and scam me out of something. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So the one I got caught up in was when my first job out of school, not out of school, actually, I was in school. I was in college, but my first job at GNC, General Nutrition Center. Shout out to GNC. Yeah. This lady got me on my first week. She saw me. She's like, oh, this guy has no clue what he's doing. I'm going <laughs> to scam this guy right now. And she gave me the traveler's check. And she's like, oh, I'm giving you a traveler's check. And that means you have to give me all the money out of your cash, out of your uh, cash register. So she bought like a product. I don't think she brought like a little rinky dink product and I owed her like close to like a hundred dollars and it didn't feel right, but she's like, you have to do it or I'm going to have to report you. And I was like, uh, okay. As so I just didn't know what I was doing, but yeah, lady got me good. But she knew it. She just looked at you. She was like, she right. looked at me. This guy's dumb. I'm going to get him. But uh, yeah, that's the only one I've I, off the top of my head that I've actually really fallen victim to. And I was like 18 or something like that. But yeah, they're out there and yeah. don't want to jinx myself, but there's a lot of bad people out there and you, you got to watch out. So first one we're going to be talking about, and this one's a really common one. This is the investment scam. And so the way this one works is you might have friends on social media we all do. We have plenty of friends, some that we're close with and some that we're maybe not so close with. You may have some Facebook friends from high school or college you haven't talked to in years, but they're there. And you might see that this person has a mutual friend and that mutual friend reaches out to you and says, hey, I know John Smith. John Smith and I are good friends. I've, I'm doing this investment for him and I've yielded this great return. Love to help you out. And so naturally, you think that this person is a friend of someone you know on Facebook, that it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But really, 
there's a lot of people that have friend requests and they accept random friends. They don't know who they are because they think, well, maybe I do know this person. Maybe this person just wants to be my friend. And that's how they get in, right? They kind of they disguise themselves as someone that's in your network or related to someone that you know. And then they tell you about this great investing prowess they have. And that all you need to do is send them $500, $200, and they're going to 10x that money for you. So that's a common one. That's what we call the investment scam. But kind of related to that in the investment arena, one thing uh, we're seeing a lot of in the financial arena is crypto scams. So the first one is just bad coins, right? A lot of people, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there. Like I've said, over 95% of them are just absolute garbage. Yeah. And you need to be aware of the potential. Anytime you invest in anything, especially with crypto, there's a lot of risk out there and there's a lot of crap coins. So you got to avoid that. And then the exchanges. And this is a common one that I've seen many clients fall victim to or people that I know. And what they do is they find an exchange you know, on the web. Their friend tells them about it and how fantastic it is. And they say, well, I put my money on this exchange. They pay me 5% to, I've heard 15% to keep mm-hmm. your money there. And you think, oh, what a great deal. I'm going to, all I have to do is keep my money there and they're going to keep, you know, giving me money. And the way they get you is you put the money in there and on the website, it shows that you're earning this percentage. So you literally on your screen, it shows, oh, Sergio Patterson earned 10%. And uh-huh. the, the person that is using this exchange is like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to tell my friends about it. And you might do a small withdrawal and they'll let you have the money because you want to test it out and they know you want to test it out. So you'll take a little bit out yeah. and they'll give it to you. But their hope is that you put in some big money, like 10, 20, 30,000 or bi- even bigger than that. And that's how they got you. Because when you want to pull that money out later down the line, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. So yeah. So be very careful. Waiting period or something. That's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a scheme. I don't know if it's a yeah. Ponzi scheme. It's just a straight up hijack. You got to watch out for that. So that's a big one. There's a lot of these shady exchanges that are out there. So you have to be very careful, uh, especially for those in the crypto arena that are dabbling in that space. Watch out because there's a lot of scammers there. There's a lot of altcoins. That's a tough one. I, we don't have to go into it, but if there's so many out there now. And it's like, how do you even know if it's legit or not? Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we don't subscribe to stock picking. We don't subscribe to picking random cryptos, obviously. That, But if you do, like as I've said before in this podcast, if you got 10% of your money you want to put to a single stock, okay, don't go any more than that. And understand that that money might not come back to you. But I have, my philosophy is always buy quality. Don't buy, if you haven't heard of it and it doesn't have a name behind it, it's just all this potential, stay away yeah. from it. Yep. So that For sure. Yeah. Buy quality and do your research. Number two, the fake product offering scam. So this one, this was an interesting one. So what happens is uh, this so-called company will find you on social media and they'll say, you know what? You're a perfect fit for our brand. And we're going to send you $500 or $200 in our product if you, rep our, if you rep our stuff. And you're thinking like, ah, that's awesome. I'm going to get all this free product, $500, maybe $1,000 in free product. Yeah, why not? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, all you got to do though is you got to send $20 for shipping. So that's how they get you is they go, they'll find you online. They'll probably figure out like, ah, oh, look, they'll, they'll find Sergio Patterson. Like, ah, oh, Sergio Patterson, you look like a man that would look great in a Tesla. We want <laughs> you to, we have this affiliation with Tesla. We just, we want to send you all this Tesla swag, Tesla t-shirts. I do look good in my Tesla. 
Tesla beanie. <laughs> yes, I heard you look fantastic in it. <laughs> and so and Sergio is going to be like, yeah, that sounds dope. We'll do this. And then they're like, all right, 10 bucks for shipping, 15 bucks for shipping. And that's how they get you, right? So these that scammers would, can actually do a pretty good job yeah. by hitting up enough people because they're you're not generally giving up a ton of money. But if they get enough people, they make some good money that way. So the solution for this one is if someone wants to give you something and they're asking for money, the alarm bells should be ringing off in your head saying this is a bad idea, right? Yeah. Anytime a random person asks for, for, asks for you for money, the alarm bells go off. If you're random and I don't know you, why are you asking for money? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. So here's the next one. This one I love. I, I love the sound of this one. So this is called the the sugar daddy scam. Oh, yeah. So I feel like attorney Matt McGillory, he's not on with us today, but I feel like he would <laughs> fall victim to this. I feel like this is he's a type of guy that would fall victim to the sugar daddy scam. So basically what happens is this one is interesting. They target females, right? So maybe like prettier females online that are putting all their fishy pics. They do the fishy face. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, do the, the cute photos. So what that happens is the scammers will hit them up and say, hey, I'm rich. Um, do you want a sugar daddy? <laughs> so this is real. This is, I, I find this so Do you want a, a sugar daddy? Okay. I want a sugar daddy. You looking fine. So I could be your sugar daddy. That's how it happens. Got it. And the girl... Or guy, whoever it is, if you're Matt McElroy, he would he would he'd be that guy. And like, yeah, I want to be the I want you to be my sugar daddy. I'll send you photos, whatever. And they're like, all right, cool. Just all you have to do is send me a couple photos here and there and talk with me, and I'll just send you money because I have so much of it. Only thing is I need your bank account information. Mm. And that's how they got you. So you think like you got this rich person, they're gonna send you all this money and they might ask for your social as well, but they want your bank account information. Oh, so here's yeah. my solution. Serge, here's my solution to this one. Don't give out your bank account information. Well, don't be a bad person. Don't <laughs> 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 be a bad person, right? That's how you, that's how you avoid that one. Or um, don't be a dumb person. Don't be a dumb person. <laughs> that's true. So yes, yeah, don't be like Matt McElroy and fall for that. I feel like don't give out your you, bank account. You would information. fall victim of, of the sugar daddy scam. The next one is the IRS scam. I think everyone's heard about this one, but still time and time again, people get caught up in this one. You yeah. get a call from the social security office. They say that you're going to probably face some criminal charges and you need to give them your banking information, pay them money, or you're going to jail, right? So they're using yeah. a lot of fear tactics to get to people. Also, they might say, hey, we need to send you a stimulus tech. So that's really common right now because of what we just went through with COVID. A lot of people got stimulus checks. Yep. So they're saying, hey, we have an extra stimulus check for you. Do you want it? And obviously a lot of people are like, yes, that sounds fantastic. I'll take that free money. And they get your social, they get your banking information, and that's how they get you. So solution for this, just so you all know, the Social Security office, they are not going to call you, email you, text you, or tweet you. Never. Just not going to happen. I mean, anything's possible, but I haven't heard of it happening. And if it does, it's probably super, super it's rare. It's mail, right? It's going to be mail. They'll Actually, I can tell you for a fact, based off my past experiences, it's certified mail. <laughs> certified mail, yeah. And someone yeah. will show, someone will be there to hand deliver it to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a thing with the IRS like last year where they, they took my payment and put it to the wrong date. Oh, and no. so they thought I didn't pay them. And so literally someone showed up at my house, <laughs> <laughs> certified mail. I was like, oh, dang. So yeah, it's, it's so hard to even get a hold of the IRS. Why? They're definitely never calling you. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to get someone so, on the phone. 
yeah so just heads up they're not gonna call you more than likely very very slim 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 chance so that should ring your get your alarm bells ringing if that happens to you next one number five fishing so, Serge, you're familiar with this one, right? I'm sure you get a lot of this from all the tech companies. Yeah, yeah. This is huge. This has been going on for a while. I'll let you go into it. But yeah, as far as I know, it's mainly through email. They're using a lot of different type of email addresses that look a certain way or close to a certain type of email address, whether it's like at google.com or at LinkedIn or whatever, to make you think they're from a certain company when they're really not. Yeah, exactly. And so here's a really a good way to avoid this is when you go, more than likely, they're going to target your email. And what everyone does is they go through the email and they say, oh, Bank of America needs some information from me. And they click on the link and it takes them to this fake Bank of America website. You end up putting all your information in and they got you. Yeah. Rule of thumb, if you get something in the email that, sound, that looks like it could be a scam, you know, even just in general, if someone's wanting any of your personal information, do not click on the link of the email to have yourself taken to whatever fake site they've put up. If you, you get something that says Bank of America wants this or Wells Fargo wants this or whatever company, insert company here, go to their website directly and log in. Yep. And that's how you do it. You go, you make sure you don't click on their links. You go directly to the website. You see if the information is matches up and you get your business done that way. Do not be lazy and click on the link. That Makes one, sense? dude. Yeah, that one is... Uh primed for older people unfortunately like get taken advantage of here i've heard a lot of stories like let's just say like let's say my wife's mom like she's she'd fall for this any day of the week she's an email oh i have to click this button go here yeah and that's what's sad about this dude because they're preying on that community exactly exactly yeah a lot of the unfortunately a lot of the elderly are victims of these scams so number six is Vishing. So we've all probably heard of phishing, or you might be vaguely familiar with it, but then there's vishing. And vishing is voice or phone calls. So you might get someone claiming they're from the IRS and they need your information and you need to give it to them. Or it might be a robot, give us your social security number, give us your bank account number. And it might sound like, oh, this is automated. So I need to listen to all these prompts and get away yeah. all my, my info. Going uh, back to what I said before, the most common vishing right now is from these IRS people or people that claim to be from the IRS. Yep. Understand the IRS is not going to call you. It's going to be certified mail, and a big buff person that looks intimidating. It's been my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get the extended warranty calls? I don't know if All that's a scam or not. Time. Obviously it's a scam. It's a scam, Obviously. right? Like, what are they trying to? I get those calls at least once a day. Yeah, I feel like I get those constantly as well. It's interesting. I mean, it's I I don't think it's anything good, but yeah. I'm sure there's ways <laughs> that you can get scammed through there. The new client scam. This is a really good one, right? So what happens is you get an email and says like, "Congratulations on your purchase," or "We want to the recent package you sent out. This is the information on it. This is the package that's headed your way." And what happens is you click on these links because you're like, oh, I can't remember what I ordered. I can't remember this package that I got or mm -hmm. that should be coming to me. And you click on it. And what happens is there's ransomware or virusware in that thing that you click on. And then they're going to get into your computer. They'll be able to spy on everything you do. They might be able to track your keyboard strokes. So that's a a really genius way to get people to click on stuff because when you see your email and you say like you have this coming to you you're like oh what 
I want to see what that is and be careful. So my solution is never just click on links. Even yeah. if you think it's something good or something that's coming to you, be very careful on clicking on links because once you click on links, you're opening up a can of worms and it can be all bad. So yeah, uh, be very cautious. Yeah. I'd say like just click on, only click on links from some people you know and trust, right? Friends email, what's your friend or oh, email from work, but just random. No, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just be very careful. But oh, you know what, Serge? I just thought of another time I got scammed. Let's hear it. Uh, man, I feel like you're not giving me enough for me to give you these stories, but so be it. So yeah, this is back in the days of MySpace. Yeah. So like I said, it was, this all happened. I mean, all these scams that I got caught up in, I was at a very dumb point in my life, honestly. <laughs> just graduated high school in college. So MySpace was a thing. And for our I younger guess, listeners, MySpace was Facebook before Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we have to put that out there, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got this really this, this profile from this like really cute girl. It's like, hey, I want to be your friend. Accept my friend request. I was like, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and then it literally crashed my computer. Oh shit! I thought it was going to be a catfishing thing. No, that's no, where no, the story no, no. was going. No, but then yeah, it basically crashed my computer. So wow, that's another Don't one. Don't victim to. Just be careful. Be careful what you click on. It's you have to think twice. And then the last one that we have here is the peer-to-peer payment scam. So with this one, it's gonna generally happen on an app that is a payment app like Zelle or Venmo or PayPal. And what happens is some random person will send you money and goes into your account. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this random person sent me. Cool, but I don't know where it came from. And then all of a sudden, someone will hit you up and say, hey, sorry about that. I accidentally sent the money to the wrong number. Would you be so kind as to send the money back? Um, Apologies. And generally, if you're a good person, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you sent it to the wrong person. I'll send you that money back. Yeah. What happens though, is you get that money ends up getting taken from your account because what happened is- the person that gave you the money, they stole that money. They stole it from someone else's debit card. Wow. And so that's, and so what happens is when these debit cards or uh, these banks get hacked, they want to reverse everything that's been taken out. And so what they're doing is they're trying to f- get victims, take their money. So that's what gets reversed. That's a tricky one. I mean, I don't want to say it's a good one, but that's a pretty. Yeah, it's no, a it's, smart scam. That's a very it is smart, smart scam. scam. So what happens is scammers going to come in there. They're going to, they're going to, you know, steal money from the debit card, and then they're going to try to fall, find all these people. And they're going to give them like ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Say, oh, can you give me that money back? Because that's how. And then at the end of it, the people that give the money back, they're not getting their own money back. So that one is a very elaborate scheme that some people fall victim we need to. to uh, to watch out for. We need to round up all these scammers. And yeah. Put them on an island somewhere, man. This is it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot out there, but for people that have bank accounts, make sure you look at two-factor authentication. If you're not familiar with it, it's a way of syncing up the website to your phone. So, if someone is trying to get into your account or you're trying to get in your account, it's going to send a message to your phone to verify. 
Yep. Uh, it's just an extra layer of protection. I always recommend that people look at that. Have really strong passcodes for all your websites. It's very tempting to use your birthday. <laughs> Don't do it. It's very tempting to use your phone number. Trust me, the people are on to you if you're, you're thinking like that. One, two, three, four passcode is not good. So really makes a very difficult passcodes. Set up your two-factor authentication and then make sure you do your research on any anyone that you're giving your money to. Do a Google yeah. search, see what comes up. If you get hits that say, this is a scam, beware. And, be, and just be cautious with who you give your money to. And those are my tips, Serge, it's to good. help you avoid all the shitty people on this planet. I feel like it's happening every day. Almost, you're not under, we're not under attack, but it don't, it, it kind of feels that way a little bit because yeah. there's emails coming at us all the time. There's phones, calls coming at us all the time. So I think this is a good timely episode, man, as we kick off the year. Yeah, definitely. Just be careful, everybody. Hopefully you got some value out of this episode. Be careful. Make sure you look after your loved ones, especially if, have, if you have elderly loved ones. Just kind of keep an eye out. See what they're into. See if they're getting hit up via email or getting phone calls on a regular basis because there's a lot of bad people that just prey on the elderly. So keep an eye out for that. But hopefully you learned something and hopefully this will protect you from the potential scammers. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated. Member FINRA at www.finra.org. SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of LinkedIn Incorporated or Microsoft Corporation. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.